Welcome to the Women Who Code podcast. Delivering solutions uh, and out-of-the-box solutions can be uh, tricky, especially when there are so many other uh, folks who are also building so many innovative tools in this uh, stream of work. In the Women Who Code Career Nav segment of our show, you'll hear real-world advice from people who are currently working in the technology industry and personally know the steps needed to succeed. Hi, everyone. My name is Shubhi Astana, and I'm so happy to be nominated as one of the 100 technologists to watch by Women Who Code. Uh, and I'm here to talk about myself, my career, but um, accomplishments and uh, etc. So right now I'm working as a senior research software engineer at IBM Research. Uh, I'm in the Bay Area, Silicon Valley, uh, and I've been here since 2015. Um, I've tried to be uh, an impactful uh, researcher as well as a developer, and I've done some sustained contributions towards research and leadership in the fields of services computing, data science, data engineering, which are important areas in the tech industry. I live here in San Jose with my techie husband, and we have a small darling toddler daughter too. In terms of uh, my work, I have um, I graduated from North Carolina State University in 2014. Uh, and I did my master's in uh, computer engineering. Then I worked briefly for a year at a VMware subsidiary, uh, Airwatch by VMware, then moved to IBM Research. And I love my job over here. Uh, what I really like about applying this uh, uh, research is that it's it's not your theoretical. You have a goal set in mind of what kind of client needs are there. So you have to build up a competitive product, uh, which is uh, which is not, uh, you know, there in the state of the art, not readily available. So there are, you know, uh, research, there's, there's a research angle to it. You, uh, and, you know, most of the times the research that we bring up with does not really get applied to client because it uh, there are there are more straightforward ways to get up this work but when we do make an impact uh in terms of accuracy in terms of performance of our methods our models and the client is delighted that is really our success story so in 2022 i started working on uh, the object identifying objectionally personally identifying information for the our IBM's premium machine learning platform, what's the next.ai. Um, I worked on utilizing a novel classifier-based NLP approach that looks at the context of the potential spot in billions of unstructured documents and then trained it on LLMs with foundation models. Um, we while we did not really build a completely novel algorithm, we utilized the different approaches of the algorithms, adjusting the decision bias so that we could get the target uh, the target recall um and accuracy scores 
over vast uh, data sets or there were more than 20 data sets on more than 20 data types too. Um, and so not only is that, but we also developed this novel algorithm that says that, hey, you're training so much of data and you're retraining data when you're uh, changing the data set, but how much carbon emissions are getting there because of the servers that you're running, et cetera. So we're tracking the CO2 uh, emissions too to see, does it make sense to retrain a model? Is that really going to uh, make a change in the predictions or the insights we get from there? So that's where I think, you know, we are doing something towards uh, the climate too, as well as, you know, working towards our LLM models. So um, when in terms of accomplishments, I think I've worked on varied projects, like in sales solutioning pro uh, projects, which received top honors at IBM. Uh, we received the IBM Corporate Award in 2019. We were the finalists at the Informs France Edelman Award for Achievement in Advanced Analytics, Operation Research and Management Sciences, also in 2019. So it was, um, the tool sets that we built for sales and solutioning were really top class. They were highly valuable and we saved a good amount of money by bringing targeted uh, predictions on how our sales are going to be. Uh, also, uh, since then, I've worked also on delivering innovative solutions uh, that have we've got more than, um, I think, 20, 20 plus patents and more than 40 publications and top tier uh, uh, conferences like NeurIPS, um, IEEE Big Data, uh, IEEE Services, Informs, et cetera. And it's really good that, you know, our work is innovative, that we I can actually brag about it at technical conferences, but also inspire women to speak about their work. Um, but and and you know to speak about the technical aspects of the work that they are doing perhaps even uh, motivate the high school students to you know bend towards more stem subjects as possible for the innovative work that i have uh, i got recognized internally but also externally in the research and industry tracks so I uh, received the exemplary uh, technical achievement, the IBM Outstanding Achievement Award, uh, five times. Um, I we also got put in our projects in the uh, in conferences. So we received first place in the ICIP Excellence and Service Innovation Award. That was because of the uh, business impact that our project had in the sales and solutioning services. Um, I also received the 2021 Silicon Valley Business Journal's 40 Under 40, and uh, my patents received the Sweet Patent Recognition Award. I think what they justify is that um, the, the code that we write or the innovative algorithms that I come up with are not just impacting our clients, bringing in business value, bringing in revenue. But they're also um, ensuring that uh, there is some give back to the society 
there there is a way whom uh, folks are being um being uh, motivated to work towards uh more impactful models building more impactful projects so i like to work um uh, through professional organizations towards advancement of careers of women. Uh, currently, I'm serving as the industry liaison officer for women in operational research and management sciences. And I've been helping organize technical and career talks at Informs Business Analytics Conference um, and also giving some DI, uh, the diversity and inclusion talks. I'm also serving as the vice president of the local uh, SWE section at Santa Clara Valley. And here I've also, you know, uh, managed to get a woman to be motivated towards more leadership roles, um, as well as uh, invited some professional speakers that can guide women towards external eminence and recognitions. And lastly, I take my duties as the IEEE senior member very seriously by guiding them to through the IEEE activities and IEEE Women in Engineering, and then also serving as program committee in several conferences. When I graduated from my undergrad and then I graduated from my master's, I didn't know there were many options about which engineering tracks to take in. I, you know, I started with robotics, then went to wireless, and then went to software engineering, and then research applied industrial engineering. So I think the career path grows as we mold together, uh, mold our personality according to the teams where we fit in. Um, but I, I've always uh prefer the technical engineering track uh, contributing to the growth of the firm where i am in in this sector with business performance and efficient delivery to the client satisfaction those are my key goals that i have been pursuing and always are not the same um there are ways you know where we are stressed uh where there is uh, too many deadlines that we have to counter with uh, I resort to writing. So I, I resort to writing in in through in print and in digital media. Uh, in print, um, I started a, a newspaper column called Tech Jargao um, in 2017. And it's I wanted to introduce simple words like AI, what is AI, what is machine learning, what is deep fake to the folks who, who are not acquainted with the tech industry. Because our newspaper, newspapers blow out such big tech words, but they don't really go explain in layman language what that really means. So we want to be able to deconstruct and explain our tech sector of work uh, that is easy to understand and grasp. So I've noticed I get a lot of feedback on my columns from senior citizens who weren't, who didn't, who started with some of the basic computers and and who really like the column because they now understand, you know, when somebody says artificial intelligence, what does it really mean? Um, and also it encourages youngsters, especially to take up STEM as a field of choice. 
um besides that i counter stress you know by my by dancing and you know uh, spending time with my child with uh with stress um apart from stress and apart from the uh the routine research work that we do there are other challenges that also they have um that, that come in you know when it comes to changing the mindset with every new project we take in uh, delivering solutions uh and out of the box solutions can be uh tricky especially when there's so many other uh, folks who are also building so many innovative tools in this uh, stream of work. So I've undertaken practical engineering applications in study as well as in industry during my professional years. Um, what was interesting to me was the novel approach that we can take to solve that issue, you know, think out of the box, think if I was in another industry or if I was in another domain, how would I have perceived solving that uh, question or that issue is how I would, uh, you know, I try to uh, take a step back and, and you know, uh, reflect on it. It requires considerable literature review, uh, trial error with intense brainstorming within the team to develop the marketable results as well as for enabling to patent the ideas that we are getting. So the key aspect I learned along the way is to be resilient, uh, be tenacious without losing focus of the end result that is desired. So failure is part of the step to success as it teaches what is going wrong and what where is the opportunity to improve being able to handle this helped me beyond the sphere of my professional environment. And I think that's one of the takeaways we uh, have uh, right now. I think what, what motivates me further towards, you know, building more, building more innovative solutions and working towards more accomplishments is I want to be able to fructify and expand my projects to make even bigger positive commercial impact uh, in the space of foundation models, LLMs, um, especially in the space of NLP, the natural language processing, and uh, ensure that our clients are satisfied with our solutions. So it involves co-developing with other business units within the firm, understanding the critical services requirements of the client, and then developing solutions to improve their productivity and revenue. And hence, I think ensuring that getting there helps with this, uh, with, with reaching to the goal and ensuring that your job has that wholesome impact uh, over life. Uh, one such story actually comes in my mind. Uh, when I was in college, I um, when I worked, uh, I was working on an innovative uh, on a project. Um, I was in my third year undergrad, uh, and I wanted to build something out of the box, um, but I also wanted to build something that would you know, um, help someone or bring a cheer to 
uh, someone. Um, and that, that's when I came up with, um, you know, why don't I build a hardware project complete with an LED, uh, uh, programming the LED and getting the chips. Uh, and I remember uh, there was an expensive chip that I had used that I think I blew the circuit um, using the code uh, that I had at least three times. And every time I had to go back to the shop to buy it. Um, and I was getting really uh, let off because uh, my team members weren't that involved in the project. So I had to do a lot of running around and trying the different codes, uh, different variations in that code. At that time, it was a firmware uh, level code that I was writing uh, in C, C++. Um, but yeah, try, try till you succeed. So at the end, the code worked. Um, I have the video somewhere of that project, but it was a great LED project, which, you know, displayed a set of texts over it. And I was really happy with the accomplishment. Uh, I presented it as a gift to my mother on uh, Mother's Day. So I have great memories of that. And whenever I feel let down, um, when a pro some project or some code is not working, I think about that project and I think of, uh, you know, if I could do it, then I can still do it now. So if and I could give an advice to a younger self of mine, I would say dream big and work very hard um, and be ready to, you know, adapt to different strategies, to, to different uh, context in engineering because you know you can't just stick to say one stream of engineering and just go deep in it you might have to adapt yourself so uh, we go then doing literature reviews and adapting to different state of the art and and work hard towards that so if I had a memoir of myself I would say chasing my dream to the finish line I do hope uh, to continue chasing my dreams, uh, building impactful applied industry research projects and empowering women to pursue their own goals, uh, build external eminence around them. So not just work hard on their projects, but also get recognized for it internally within their firm and outside and just motivating um, higher folks towards more um, innovative technical projects. And I hope you found this podcast uh, uh, in, or something motivating, something to learn from. Uh, and I'll always be available on LinkedIn uh, if you have any questions or follow-ups. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Women Who Code podcast. To find out more about our mission and the work we do across the tech industry, visit our website, womenwhocode.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Women Who Code. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel with hundreds of hours of free educational videos. Just go to youtube.com backslash women who code. Thanks again for listening. And remember to subscribe, rate, and comment.